Are you welcoming me or everybody else? Uh, you're the only one listening. <laughs> Probably. It's going to be fucking train wreck, people. We are not... Well, are we ever prepared for the show? Dyslexic Heart, show number 21, first show of 2015. 21? It can drink now. <laughs> I Yay. know. We're legal. Wow. Congratulations to you and yours. Cheers, man. Yeah. Because we're drinking during the show, as we do. <clears throat> yes, We've we never do. done one of these sober, and we don't plan no, to ever. It's kind of the nature of the show. Alcohol is a key component. Yeah, we were yapping during our previous show, and we were like, hey, let's do another show. Okay. Even though we have nothing to really talk about, and we do not know where, where this is going to go. Normally, I have a list. Like, I have a substantial list of stuff, and I got nothing, but I just wanted to continue yapping. Yeah, we can do that. There's no law that says we can't talk about nothing. Luckily, we have a... Very, this is the Seinfeld of podcasts. We have a very small audience to please with this show. Nobody's listening to this fucker. Is anyone pleased? You mean a small audience to displease? We have about eight people. We have a handful of people who love this stuff, and I don't. I don't know why. Thank you. <sighs> Bless you. Bless there's, you for listening. There's, there's a podcast I learned of today that is called the Twelve Hour Podcast or something like that. And it's two guys, and they record their day like all of twelve hours. It's a twelve hour podcast, and they're just recording their day. They'll like forget their recording. One oh of my them, God. one of the dudes, gave his phone number by mistake to <gasps> a clerk, not oh remembering no. that he was recording. And, and like, who would ever think that that would be something people would want to listen to? Apparently, a lot of people listen to it. And it's just like their mundane tasks. <laughs> no one would want to listen to my 12-hour podcast. Oh. I'm going to update this What do these procedures? dudes do when they're, like, taking a whiz and stuff? <gasps> or a dump. I know. I don't want to think. I'm not going to listen nope. to that show. Nope. 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 Yeah. You know how on uh, Sesame Street they had the guys who were like, yep, 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 yep. And I'm all, nope, 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 nope. There's a, lot that, there's a lot that can happen in a 12-hour day, and I, there's a lot of it that I don't think uh, I want to share with the world. <laughs> same, same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, what's going on? Last time we talked was the end of December. Was it? Wow. It was. We've had some life changes since then. They sucked. <laughs> some life changes. I'm a, a woman now. <laughs> Finally had the change. Had, the, had that surgery. Went through right. with it. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. So, what are we going to talk about on the show? I don't know. Spring is almost here. Thank fucking God. That's a good thing. We've got some concerts. We always like to talk about our concert experiences. We do, except they're going to be in the future and not in the past. We do that too, though. I mean, our recent our recent concert since our last show, it's probably just Bob Mould. I don't think we've seen much else in January. Did we talk about Bob Mould? Oh, we, we, yeah. we haven't because we didn't record since December, right? No, but we've talked about Bob into the ground in the last several shows. But can we talk about him again? If you'd like to say some words, that's fine. I don't have any music queued up. He... He's having so much fun and like <laughs> he has so much joy on stage that it's hard for it to not spread to the audience. Would it's you like just... to say some words on the uh, opening act that you've Fury Things? Holy yes. shit, yes. A local band called Love the Fury them. Things. They're quite good. They're a three piece. We don't have any of their music. We should probably get some. We don't. We should because oh, so they opened for Bob when he played the show in the Seventh Street entry that only like how many people does that hold? Like two hundred? Yeah, roughly. We were very fortunate to get tickets last summer. As, 
as well, you know, from listening to previous episodes of the show. And Fury Things Open, they were fantastic. And I was so happy to hear that they were opening for him again when he played First Avenue. A pair of shows we went to in January. Yeah. Fantastic. Just, they were, I love a good opening act. I, I love it when I'm like, when I'm not like, oh God, it's the opening act. I have to just fucking suffer through yeah, this right. to see the main act. And I used to... That sounds so horrible because I used to be so open and adventurous, like, hey, the opening act. Hey, maybe I'll oh, discover through, some like, new music. Sit Yay. through like three opening acts. Yeah. I now hate, it's like, oh. I hate <laughs> sitting through more than one opener. <laughs> yeah. Although. Although. Shit, we've been turned on to so much good music through openers, even in we recent have. years. We really, really have. That's the purpose of them, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, Fury Things. Fury Things, so good. Three piece out of Minneapolis, guitar, drums, bass. Yep. Really good, like just good pop music, guitar driven. I would have bought some of their music had I known we were going to talk about them. I know. <laughs> Sorry yeah. for you things. We'll try we'll get, and promote you on the next show. We'll get your tunage. Yes. But, and just like really engaging, really fun to watch. Just melodic songs. Just very good fit for Bob Mold. Do you have some Bob Mold queued up that you'd like to play? <laughs> no. I don't either, but you should. I can find some. Keep, I bet you can. Keep talking about how much I'll, you love Bob I'll, I'll keep yapping. Yeah, so Fury Things opens, and they're just, they're phenomenal. They're great. Just really enjoyable. I can't wait till my new cable shows up that's longer than this three-footer. Oh, my God. Um, and then Bob takes the stage, and he's got Jason Narducci on bass and John Worcester on drums. Where's my and- fucking phone to freeze up? <laughs> Oh, no. Do you need mine? Just a fucking solid band. He, he's he been playing them with them for a long time, and they're just so good, and they're so tight. And seriously, I would rather see him with them than with Husker Du at this point because... I think we're repeating our last show. Because you know Grant's a little rusty. <laughs> rusty trombone-ish. I was going to say in more ways than one. Um, that, yeah. Um, <laughs> Any specific tunage? Not, that, that's not a slight against Grant. That's just, he just has not practiced for a long time. Oops, sorry. <laughs> I mean to blow out your eardrums. We're listening to Bob now with Sugar. Not Sugar, Solo. Off the Hubcap album. I thought this was originally a Sugar song. Nope. Really? Yeah. Huh. Sorry to blow your mind, lady. Mind blown. I love that one. <laughs> I seriously 
actually thought this was a sugar song. I don't know why. It's sugar-esque. That's why. I think this came out right after the sugar era. Okay. Love that distortion. Oh my god, it's so great. <laughs> I don't know why. I always thought that was a sugar song. It sounds like a sugar song. Well, you know. So great. Fucking great. Yes. Ah, so good. So yeah. You only played that one of the two nights though. Yes. We've been on quite a Bob Mold kick over the last Oh my god. He's two just years. I know we said this on the last show. He's fucking crushing it right now. He is having so much fun. There are a few people I'd rather see play live right now. Like, we've seen him so many times in the last... We've seen him, like, four or five times in the last couple of years. But he's having fun. The audience is having fun. The band is tight. It's just great. Yep. Yeah. (sighs) Plus some good tunage, too. Yeah, and he's embracing his older stuff, too. He's playing large, a bunch of Husker Du stuff. Large part of that is because of the band he's with, but yeah. Oh God, his oh. those guys are good. They're good, and they're. <clears throat> I think I mentioned this before too. They're just really intelligent dudes. If you follow them on Twitter, which I do, they just have some really good stuff to say. Word up. Enjoy them. Enjoy them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeehaw. Woo. So. So. Can I play something from a band we're going to be seeing soon? Yeah. All right. So there's a local band from the Twin Cities. They've been around for a long, long time called Gear Daddies. I love them with all my heart. Yes. Uh, they were, they're one of the things I think of when we first met. Really? Yeah. They are the band, the first band I really ever, ever fell in love with. Oh. Uh, and. Understandably so. So I got into them my first couple of years of college and they broke up. Uh, shortly after that <laughs> and cru- the curse of dressing just fucking crushing me i wore black for an entire year when this band broke up uh-huh. i'm not exaggerating i wore at least one item of black every day for a year that's how much i love this band the day that they broke up the article came out in city pages which was so it was a wednesday and i uh skipped class for the entire day and crashed on my friend's couch in his dorm room and was just depressed as shit I couldn't deal with it because they were the band that I had just fallen in love with, and I was would see them anytime. And what year uh, is this? Uh, ninety. Well, the new uh, ninety two, okay. probably. Just before I met you. So the news came out. Yeah, we met in ninety four. Yes. 
the news came out and then they did a few farewell shows. We went uh-huh. and saw them and my friend and I saw them in Austin, Minnesota, where they're from. And actually Uncle Tupelo opened for them at that show. They had, a, they had a bunch of bands that they were like friends with and bands that they loved. So they had like six or seven bands open for them at this outdoor festival. Yeah, Uncle Tupelo, which I mean spawned a couple other Sunvolt and Wilco yeah. came from that. And uh, yeah, so that was kind of cool to be able to see Uncle Tupelo, even though at the time I didn't realize, oh, this is kind of a thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the other bands were more local bands like Run Westy Run and Jay Kaiser and I don't remember who else, but it was a fun day. It was a mud fest. It had rained part of the, like right. early in the day. And it was in this, it was in the... Um, like a cornfield or some shit? Well, essentially. It was a, it was the... Colise- it was the Coliseum at the um, Mauer City Fairgrounds. And it was muddy and it was gross. You'd go into the porta potties and you weren't sure if they were filled with mud or shit. Ooh. I know. Oh, no good. I know. I just remember hosing off when we got home. Like uh-huh. we we're just encrusted in mud. It was, yeah. ugh, it was so Hopefully gross. mud. I but, hope it was yeah, mud. Yeah. It was, it was a, quite a day, but very memorable. Uh, and, oh, yeah. Oh, God. I have so many memories of that. So Gear Daddy's also first band I ever saw play at First Avenue. Hmm. And. Uh, so they they got back together a few years ago. They broke up and then yeah. uh, Martin we Zeller. We saw Martin Zeller solo several times. Oh, when fucking many we were times. First starting started dating, actually. I saw his first solo show. Again, my friend Andy and I and a, uh, a couple other, a few of us uh, drove up to, he did a show in St. Cloud at one of the colleges. Mm-hmm. And um, we drove up to one of those too later yeah. on. Um, that first one was weird though. He was super nervous. And oh, I bet. Some yeah. idiot yelled out for a song. He like one of the two songs of the Gear Daddies. He didn't even sing. God. <laughs> but um, yeah, we saw him. I remember like New Year's Eve seeing him play at yeah. the Radisson. Yeah. Oh, show? totally. It was the Billies, the Delilahs, and Martin. <sighs> that was such a fucking, fucking great. Li- oh, okay. We have to play some Delilahs play all, after we're this. We're gonna play all three of those bands. If I, yeah. I hope I have the. Oh, I, fuck. I we'll, we'll figure the it out. The billies will be tough. I, I might be able to get it on your phone. Okay. Um, let's play Gear Daddies first, though, because right. they're the band I fucking love above all. But they're back together. They do occasional shows. They were going to put out, a, they tried to do a Kickstarter on a new album, but they didn't really promote it very well and it didn't catch on. Boo. They were also, I believe, the first Minnesota band ever to appear on Letterman. That was back in the old show where they performed with the world's most dangerous band. But anyway, um,. So this is one of the songs on Billy's Live Bait. It's fucking awesome. I love them.
Ah, I love that. Yes. And you could have picked so many songs. That's the thing. I know. I might have to play some more. Um, yeah. And that'll come as a surprise to some people because I usually like, in general, slag on like country music and they have a very country-esque yeah. tinge to them, but... Oh, fuck they're so good so good and they're not so i always come back he's when i try such to, a nice guy i mean i don't mean to be like i don't know just because you're a nice person doesn't mean you're talented but he's so nice and he's also so talented yeah. martin seller and the rest of the guys weird, are super nice and super talented like, too right and, around the the end of the band yeah um so after they broke up they put out a final album of outtakes and live stuff right and which I'll pull, maybe I'll pull something up from that. Um, and then they put out shortly before they broke out, they put the, put out the forty five of Little Red Corvette, yeah, and the Rose. Uh huh. Oh right, with the Randy, which is the spoken like word spoken version of the word Rose. Version, which Rose, is brilliant. Um, I don't have that. Um, in a digital version, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But some um, say love. Around that time, you just there was a weird thing where I kept running in. To Martin, like yeah. I saw him at Martin Zeller, the lead singer of the Gear Daddies. I ran into him at um, a record show when we used uh-huh. to go to those, like a total geek, like rare vinyl kind of record show. Yeah, ran him in, within a few weeks. I ran into him there. Ran into him at my favorite record store, Flipside. And yeah, and then there was one other place too. It was just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was really super, just the super nicest yeah. guy ever. Um. Very shy. And it was so fun seeing of. his solo career develop in a weird way. Because like, he would still play his solo stuff and he'd play some Gear Daddy stuff. And I want to play some solo stuff. Yeah. His first album was fucking solid, man. Just so good. He just had so many amazing songs. And, and he, yes. First song off the first solo album. Um... He had he, he was on Ryko Disc, yeah, first album. Um, but like he did some opening. I think he did some opening days for the Eagles, like stadium gigs and stuff. Which Whoa, is, yeah. I remember when I you got he the was promo be, copy of this. Oh. <laughs> I got the promo this, like, like a it was month like, before it came out. Right? I know, and and then and so, it was like the like two nights before Grail. we were gonna see him. But then, yeah, and then we saw, we saw him. The, we saw the New Year's Eve show. Yeah, and um, we knew like all the words to every song. Right. And people were like, "How do you know? How this? do you know these songs?" And we're like, "I got the album." <laughs> <laughs> and this is like in the days before the internet, where something would be promotional and then it would leak to the entire world. No, that didn't happen yet. Then no. This is like what 1995 or something. Yeah. This is such a good album.
And then, oh, so then, oh, gosh, I'm walking. Up. We did this last time, too, and we ended up in a yeah. tunnel of 90s music. We did. We totally um, did. His his initial solo band was pretty much the, it ended up being the Honey Dogs. Pretty much, Well, let's see. It was him and Nick and right. then um, Noah Levy on and Adam Levy right. on bass. Right. And it, so it ended up. But then he had uh, he had a, then, an organ player too. Yeah. That ended up going with the Honey Dogs. It ended. Because Adam and Noah left to form the Honey Dogs. It was, and the keyboard player did too, or the organ player did too. Yeah. It was um, Martin Zeller and El Camino, and they became the Honey Dogs. And then he ended up. Nick stayed with him. Yeah. Nick from the Gear Daddies and yeah, he and Nick have been along. tight for the whole time. Yeah, Martin lives in Mexico now. He I know. Has for years, he comes. He comes up yeah. here and plays shows a few times a year. But good for him, though. I he mean, and his family live. Yeah, I can't imagine living in Mexico. Seems like the worst place ever. But I can and I can't. Apparently, like, the, the t- I, I can during December and January quite easily. Actually, <laughs> apparently, the town he lives in is. Um, I think it's like eighty percent, like Americans who. Yeah, expatriates. There. Yeah. Don't think I haven't thought about, like, getting a house. In Mexico? Not in Mexico, but, like, somewhere where it doesn't fucking snow six months oh, of the well, year. Shit, I think of that every winter, but not in Mexico. Right. The place is nuts. <laughs> yeah. Wait, way to offend our, our Mexican audience. Uh, like anybody from Mexico is listening. <laughs> we have, um, I was looking at some stats for our other our other podcast mm-hmm. the, the one that people actually listen to yeah that one we apparently have a lot of people downloading the show in sweden now sweet yeah we've got uh swede you mean yes or that australia's big huh uh, the uk is big are we big in japan there are a handful in japan actually nice i know it was weird the countries that were among the freak obviously u.s and canada but then it was australia japan sweden germany and Germany, yeah, that was up there. All right. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, what else? Okay, so we're going to play like the Delilahs or something? We're going to play the Billies and the Delilahs because that was the New Year's Eve show that we saw oh, with we, we Martin Zeller. We saw the Delilahs a lot. Oh, God, I fucking love the Delilahs. I like, so there's a friend that, of mine oh, at work. That, that album, the Martin Zeller solo album that we just played, That the, his first album was called Born Under. Yes. If you can find it, get it. It's really good. Please, Yes. And if you love the Gear Daddies, you'll love that album because it's it's his own thing, but at the same time, it's like it's pretty it's a close progression. to the, yeah. Because yeah. that was his first solo album after the Gear Daddies, so it's probably the closest thing to the Gear Daddies of his solo albums. True. Uh, yeah, a friend of mine at work who actually hung out at your favorite record record store a lot, which you'd probably like know him if you saw him or something, because Flip I'm side. sure you were there at the same time at some point. We had a really good conversation about the Delilahs and just how we missed them and how their first album oh. is just so fucking solid. And I, apparently they did some reunion, a reunion show like a year or two ago, and I heard nothing of it. Oh. I stumbled upon something recently about it. I'm like, oh, how did I miss that? I know. They did one a few years ago, but I know we had like tickets to a comedy show the oh, very same night, it. and we could not go. I they're oh they're so good. There are there. I saw a reference somewhere to. I have no idea who will play. And Aaron it. this and Aaron the singer, just the most. He was super the nice most too. Humble guy, the nicest guy. Like whenever you ran into him, he would not 
say anything about himself, he'd be like, hey, what about this person? Or, Part of what I love about the Minneapolis music scene, there's some such great people. Yeah. Minneapolis music scene 20 years ago when we actually knew what was going on. Right. Because we don't know shit now. <laughs> which, uh... We know a little bit, but not a whole lot. Which Delilah song should I play? Uh, let's see. You Come? I don't have that one on here. Or, uh, let's... What do you got? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Let me look at... You should have brought your cheaters. Um, I'll play the first one. I can do that. First one's good. All right. Oh, I, I can just picture them on stage I can now. too. Because he would always point to himself after the first line. <laughs> How do you think it feels to be a loser? Vindication is your only vice. A broken hearted, broken record loser. Crying into cubes of melting ice. If you ever come across a documentary called Funky Town, <laughs> check it out. It's really, really interesting. So it was following several bands on the verge of being, like, breaking nationally. Bands from the Twin Cities. And okay. the, the Delilahs were one of them. Oh, I thought, is um, someone yeah. else related to the Funky Town music yes. scene part of it? Yeah, because... Um, I left. So it was interesting. So with Delilahs... The night before they were going to sign their major label deal, uh-huh. the bass player quit the band. Wally. Who's Wally? Yeah. yeah. I remember Wally vividly. And it all fell apart. Uh. And then, but it was weird. So then there was another artist they were following in this uh-huh. documentary, um, a, a reggae musician named Aya who got murdered during yes, the filming. Yes, I remember that. And then, oh God, that was horrible. The other one was, um, speaking of Funky Town, uh-huh. um, what was that fucking... Um, greasy meal, greasy meal with John Strawberryus Fields. So, but the thing with them is, then they ended up kicking out um, one of the members of their band. Uh-huh. So their whole thing kind of fell apart. Yeah, they were still together, but but they kicked out um, yeah. the always available Ken Chastain. Right, and there were all these like weird things that happened. It's a really interesting it, documentary. It was like the people in the documentary cursed or something. It was, yeah. I mean, this is all during the filming oh. and how hard it is to make it as a yes. band, but because all this Delilah's, shit happens. Because Delilah's, they're such, 
They're so poppy that, and just so good. And I out, thought that they were going to be bigger than they were. They put out two albums and that first album, the self-titled first album, was the perfect pop album. Seriously, I still listen to that yeah. and I fucking love it. Yeah, it was so, so good. That will always have a special place in my heart. Always. Just, ah. Oh. oh, yeah, we're going to play something from the Billies since we yes. said we would. The Billies were kind of a gear daddy sound alike in a way. Um, they had some good songs though their big <laughs> their big thing was uh, the, one of the things they got known for oh right is they did the juicy fruit commercial song yes as part of their as part of their act i need, your, I need your thumbprint you need my finger on the phone on the phone um yeah that was like their weird little shtick actually i like the first album better but i don't have anything yeah so play, I'll play. the first song sometime yes, i will that's a good song Oops, I suppose it would help if I turn this um this back on. Yeah, what? It's late and I've had beers or drinks Beverages or something. Or drinks. Yeah. Oh, it's a good song. Yeah. God, I haven't listened to them in a long time now. I, have I to know, go but now it, it makes you want to just dig up all this stuff. I have cassette tapes somewhere of them. I believe you. Two months seem longer. Longer than I remember. Wow, this is. I haven't listened to this in ages. I remember the words. Things will be all right. No word on the telephone line. Sometimes I feel that I've lost you. Just keep my head on it and things will be fine. You say summer. so many college flashbacks right now yeah from scooters <laughs> yes their singer did solo shows at scooters sometimes in the afternoon eric roberts not to be confused the actor no <laughs> although he was very good looking that's i think i think that was half of the uh half the people who were there were there to see him for that reason yeah who's a tasty dish <laughs> i think he does i think he still does like twin cities music management or something cool good like for him i'm glad he's still i think so I don't remember anybody else in the group, to be quite honest. I don't either. 
They were a perennial opening band in the uh, early nineties. But they were good. Like I, didn't I always mind. loved the Billies. I what I loved about the juicy fruit thing is like it took advantage of the whole underlying meaning. The taste of, is gonna move you. Uh huh. I had a Billy's t-shirt with the uh, I remember you did bastardization of the Juicy Fruit logo. I mm-hmm. may still have it somewhere in a box downstairs. I hope so. Is, is it right beside your Debbie Gibson sweatshirt? It might be. It's part of me that wants to wear your Debbie Gibson sweatshirt to work one day. That'd be awesome. I'd support that. Okay. <clears throat> yep. What else was I going to play? Do you have any Tina and the B-sides on here? <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I do not. Uh, since we're walking down the road of mid nineties, Minneapolis fans. Yeah, uh, I was never a big Teen and the B sides fan, but I did go uh, see them a few times because it was the thing to do. A friend of mine was going to be working for their label or something, and then they had a she, label. Yeah, <laughs> she was like a huge, huge fan, and then I she they, actually was she... like was not able to because she did not huh. live. What? Yeah, my friend, a friend of mine Tina? in college. No, oh. my my friend who was going to work for Tina. I was going to say, they did a reunion like a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> Tina, Tina's alive and well. My friend Rachel was oh. going to work for them. And then I'm sorry to hear that. she always had, she had had heart problems throughout oh. her life. Yeah, she was awesome. She was a fucking phenomenal person. Bring the show down. Sorry. I wonder what else I was going to play. Let me consult my playlist. All right. Oh, I know what I'm going to play. I okay. want to talk about something. We're going to switch. All right. We're going to talk about happy stuff. Although No, not necessarily. We're just yeah. going to switch gears. Oh, we are. Okay. But whenever I think about her, I just think about how awesome she was. So, And this was like 20 years ago, too. And what does that have to do with it? I don't know. <laughs> she was just cool. She was really great. I believe you. Yeah. So I want to talk about a certain band. Not, okay. not a local band. That's been getting a lot of attention lately. We may pl- play some more local music here too because I have something else in the playlist I want to get to. But do you um, know? So Sleater Kenny. Oh, okay. I have some things I to say. I know where this is going. I have some things to say. All right. I'll let you. A chick band from the probably mid nineties. Oh, a chick band. Right? How nice how nice of you. Is it not a chick band? <laughs> I'm sorry, a... <laughs> they, they'd be crabby if they heard you say that, but yeah. They they are a lady fronted band. <laughs> Not lady fronted. They're all chicks. There's three of them. <laughs> Anywho, I didn't say broads. Chicks is more respectable than broads. <laughs> okay, go on. Um, I ignored this band for a long, long time because they were the band that for a long time people would name drop to establish some sort of indie cred. And and I was like, how oh, did I know you were going to say indie cred? I don't know because that's exactly what it was. And I, so I don't blame the band for that necessarily, but. I was like, their audience is fucking annoying, so I'm going to ignore them. They were part of the whole girl. Not because they were women, but just because their no, audience I have no, was. I, like, I yeah. have no problem with, with female-fronted mm-hmm. bands. I can give you a list of many of them, and I'll play one shortly, right. a different one that I love that we'll be seeing tomorrow night. Yes, I was hoping um, you would have that in the playlist as well. No, it's not that at all, but they got a lot of just, like i mean i know that i just want to clarify for the two people who are, who are like offended like yeah. he hates women no that's not anywho. it. but anyway i ignored this band for a long time i just said anywho God, because of me. the like oh i listened to sleater kenny was like mm, good for you you hipster fuck um <laughs> but they got back it's together like the same people who you know have twirly mustaches and drink things it, out it of would be if that was a, if that was a thing 
back then, yes. Right. But they've gotten back together recently and have been getting a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. And I've like, I'm going to listen to this band and see what I actually think of them based not on their fans, but on them. Right. What I discovered is I still don't like them, except, <laughs> and, and I know why. I don't like their um, their lead singer's voice at all. Mm-hmm. It drives me nuts. So I don't like, in most of their songs, I'm like, meh. This reminds me of every shitty female-led band that I saw in the night. I'm not saying all female-led bands are shitty. I'm saying the ones that I thought were shitty sounded just like this, except the first single off the album, which their lead singer did not sing, but Carrie Brown's, Brownstein sang. Who we love in so many ways. And I like that. So it what it comes down to for me is... The, the vocals. The it's vocals. the quality of the vocals. Yeah. The normal lead singer, Janet Weiss, I think her name is. I can't, I can't listen you, to that. You don't like her vocal style. No, is what you're saying. No, but Carrie. So I'm going to play the song that I like that Carrie sings. That I love this. I I like this song a ton. And if all their songs sounded like this, I would like them. Unfortunately, this is the only one I found that sounds like this. <laughs>
yeah so i stand by that i like i like that song i like that i it, it, uh, janet seems good as a backup singer i like her harmonies and shit but i don't want to hear their other stuff because yeah yeah so anyway sleater kenny and the other thing is it's weird i've seen like talk show um appearances by them recently and seeing uh carrie brownstein like just fucking rip on guitar is so awkward now because i'm so used to seeing her in portlandia i always expect her to break into some sort of comedy sketch any thoughts (laughs) thanks for preparing new drinks for us sorry i agree (laughs) yeah all right so i'm gonna play uh i heard your thoughts and i concur yeah I'm going to play something from... I had a messy time. I'm going to play something from the person we're seeing tomorrow night. Yay! Should I play something off of... I can play one of two songs. They're both hit singles. One is from her first album. And one is from her second album. Yeah. One is from the band album, which we're actually seeing performed in its entirely... Play that one. Okay. Juliana Hatfield. Juliana Hatfield 3 is the band. Become What You Are is the album. They're playing it tomorrow night in its entirety. Oh, I thought you were going to play Spin the Bottle. Nope. I could just play the entire Reality Bite soundtrack, though. You could, and I would not be upset by that. Uh, there's one or two songs on there that suck. Yeah, but most of it's awesome. Was there a song on there that was a blatant Peter Frampton ripoff? Yeah. No, it was... It was actually a Peter Frampton cover. It was like a reggae cover. Baby, I love your way. Oh, yeah. They fucked up that. That was a piece of shit. There was something else that sounded... I don't know. Fuck it. play this in the last show i feel like i did i don't know you might have in your little <laughs> 90s binge i don't care
I play the Violent Femmes, the Del Fuegos next. <laughs> I don't think I have any Del Fuegos. You probably have Violent Femmes. I like the Violent Femmes. <laughs> I'm not that familiar with the, the Del Fuegos. I had some Del Fuegos at one point. I don't know if I... I don't have that handy, though. <laughs> Can I bring the room down again? Go ahead. Is this a bad song to play? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's... Like, it encapsulates what happens when you have a sister. You've got this love-hate relationship, and you're always, like, wanting approval, but at the same time wanting to be your own person, and it's a very accurate song. I never had one. My sister took me to my first all ages show. Really? Yeah. Oh. But, it was well, Aha and something not the that I don't remember. Oh. Like, I can't remember what the opening act was. They were from Australia, I think, like. Uh, I can't remember. like in pursuit maybe. <laughs> sounds like sounds like the name of an opening band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep, it was a good show. More Juliana Hatfield. Please do. many it has been many did we see her was the last time we saw her the entry i think so because we saw her at that really awkward uh in store she didn't play she just signed stuff right yeah at, but she was playing a show in town that we went to i think okay that was before the entry show right probably yeah it's been uh a long time i i hope it's a good show i think it will be It'll be really good. Good set list. I love that entire album. And then she's doing like yes. five or six more songs, including generally this one. Yeah. I do have Spend the Bottle, should you want to play it. I think I do too. Can I bring the room down? The reason I was going to bring the room down with my sister is that my sister's not I know. this anymore. It I know. sucks. You're talking about a lot of dead things. Uh, I know. People. I feel bad. But at the same time, like... <laughs> I'm glad I got to know those people, and I cherish the time that was with them. Also, my dog died. Your dog died. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's we talk about that. Let's really bring the room down. Yeah. Do we have any songs dedicated to dead dogs? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to play some Otis Redding? <laughs> no. <laughs> what were the two songs that you were listening to that like made you oh, lose no, your no, shit? No, 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 I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All I'll say is the works of Warren Zevon are to be listened to after oh, a death in the family. Oh, shit. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Oh, my. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yep. I don't even think I have those on my phone, which is a good thing. But I, yep, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I want to listen. I'm gonna. Um, there's a new album out. This mm-hmm. is completely unrelated. I don't care. I feel like. Well, this is a random show, so. 
New album out from a pop god. It's a live album. I'm going to play one of his hits as done live and acoustic <gasps> on yes! the album Strip oh, Down. Oh, I know what you're talking about, and I'm 100% co-signing on this. Sorry, Juliana, didn't mean to cut you off, but we were going down a road, and now we need to go down this one. This one will love the fair ain't there, it ain't no fair to me. So give and take and you just take it I can't take it, you say I'm giving up on love this time Me and my friends will do just fine I've done everything for you You've done nothing for me I've done everything for you You knew someday I'd have a whole lot of money I'd be a millionaire When that didn't happen Overnight I found out How much you really cared All you want is a whole lot of money All the rest Rich is just jiving honey Rick Springfield fucking rules He's amazing You've done nothing for me I've done everything for you You've done nothing for me Met ever a request after this. When I first met you, Another you Richmond didn't song. know yep. how to love a man. I might have to. All those things about I probably won't have the one that you're. You didn't understand. And now you know about everything, and I'm turning you in for memory. I've done everything for you. I've done everything for you. You've done nothing for me. Now I'm going out on the town tonight. Get as wild as I can be. I'm gonna find out what it's really like to be loose, high, and free. Taking my mind, I'm changing to stay. I've done everything for you. How much do I love music? I love music so much that when there's a band that I love or a musician that I love, Rick Springfield, for example, I will go to the fucking Women's Expo to see him play. Remember yeah, that? You will. I do remember that. I was like the only dude in, the, in a crowd of f- a bunch of fucking lactate. No, they weren't lactating. They were. They were not lactating yet. They were. I don't know what they were doing, but they He's were. He's playing Deadwood, South Dakota, in May. Huh. And Kansas City, Missouri in May. Those are drivable. Now, most of the Rick Springfield stuff I have in here Sioux is... Sioux City, Iowa. It's either, I have that album, which is a lot of greatest hits, and then I have a hard lot rock of... Ho- there's a Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Sioux City. Giddy up. We're there. Are we? Um, it's a Saturday. How far is Sioux City? Not that far. Huh. What? It's um, less than five hours. What did you have as a request? Love Somebody. Either the acoustic or the regular version. That's my favorite. It'll have Rick to be the acoustic version. Because I'm an elitist prick, most of the Rick Springfield that I have on my phone is 
recent albums that nobody's ever heard. Well, like Karma? You have Karma, right? Yeah, but I can't even call it recent anymore because it's like 1990. That's one of my favorite albums. He's done. You're a out of time, you better love somebody. It's late, you better love somebody. Don't wait, you better love somebody. Don't tempt you're gonna push it just a little too far. One night. Your eyes are wild, your skin's so white. You're nourished and overfed She's got the teeth, she knows how to bite Cause when you bit I bled You got the perfect image of the perfect man You're a top little sister's looking for Mr. Right On the wrong side of town You better It's late, you better don't wait, you better love somebody Don't tap it, you're gonna push it a little too far I'm only saying what I feel See, Rick Springfield's a guy who, you can tell from the sing-along parts It's all chicks in the audience Chicks, why am I... Anyway, you saying chicks and broads and things it's like all that women. It's all women in the audience And he's been... Kind of His unfairly... audience is largely female I know, and that's it's like that's great that he has that audience But I think... I think he gets a bad rap from guys because of the way he looks, which is uh-huh. striking. He's very good looking, and the whole soap opera actor thing. And uh-huh. all, but the guy is but fucking he's good. A good singer. That's why you know what. And I, good songwriter. I so don't give a shit about any of that. And that's why it's like fuck. I'll go to the women's expo to see fucking Rick Springfield because he's a good performer I, and he's really good. He's got fucking great music. One night. Oh, so he put I would also like to point out that the beginning of this song and Poison's Cry Tough are pretty much the same thing. Are they really? Oops. Pretty um, close. I gotta play pretty some off Carmen. Both good songs. I have to play some off Carmen now because it's such a great album. Oh, that song. That album's amazing. He put out an album in the early to mid 90s, 94, maybe? Something. Called Karma. It was yeah. that year. It was the year of the Women's Expo, but he didn't right. do much off of it. But um, it was so good. And it is a. It is c- it continues to be just one of my favorite albums. Uh, let's see what what would be a good song off of that. Let's see. It's a very melancholy album, but here we go. Get away clean. Oh, 
know what this song is? Huh. It's the same concept as isn't it ironic, but it makes sense and it's good. But it good. actually like means what it fucking says because isn't it ironic is a piece of fucking bullshit that doesn't even make fucking sense. My father said if the boy wants to play the guitar, say let him. Through the hard years, he was my rock when I just could not win. So it goes, you know, my father died just before my leaky ship came in. Do you know what I mean? You never ever get away clean. Ah, but it's alright. Yeah. Down one home on your dog steals a ball. It's always something. You know. I might, have, I might have to play something from another artist who gets a bad rap because of the image. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have um, something to say about this song and the ironic song after this in a little segue, too. Yeah, go nuts. Oh, you want me to talk now? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, ironic. Fucking piece of bullshit song. Don't you think? The only thing <laughs> ironic about it is that there are no actual examples of irony in the song. You wrote a song about irony, yet contained none. Alana sucks. The thing is, her voice actually Is grating? No, it's, it got less grating as she went on. Yeah. Because that first album... Well, she had two albums that were from Canada where she pretended to be a pop star that they, she suppressed Yes, because she wanted to be like the alternative queen. We own them. We own them. <laughs> we own them. Happily. And then the whole like Jagged Little Pill thing, which I will always be... Here's the thing with Jagged Little Pill. Like, I was breaking up with a bunch of my friends the time that came out and they fucking loved that album and I didn't like them and therefore I didn't like her. You know there's going to be a renaissance, an Atlantis renaissance oh, soon. Oh, God. I do like Head Over Feet. The video sucks because it's the one where it's like a close-up of her head the whole time. That's no good. But when we were on our wedding trip and we went downtown, that song was playing over Fremont Street and I just have a very happy memory associated with it and... It's not the worst song in the album. So, and her voice got less nasally as time went on, (laughs) but I've always felt that she was incredibly overrated. Yeah. And part of it was my personal experience from that first album where everyone's like, yeah, she's so great. But no, Liz Fair spoke to me so much more than she did. For example, like her Liz Fair's album. I like Liz Fair's album. Yeah. Exile and Guyville. Yes. Like, Maybe I'll play something off that because the, uh, the person I was going to play, I don't actually have. Who uh, do I've, you have? I have one what song on play? here and I don't want to. Maybe you'll have it. What is it? I don't want to say, but I want to. Okay. Um, oh, <laughs> that's close. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. The song that I have would not be something I'd want to play right now. But right. Oh, right. Because of oh, emotions. You, Oh, you you see you you got it all. I complete you. You have a good. I got it all, just <laughs> like the Jets. 
You have a good selection on your phone that I don't have. Good. There's so much stuff I haven't listened to, though. Like, I keep it, but I don't listen to it enough. Well, it comes in handy. This is good. I'm glad it serves a purpose. All right. So, we're going to play. This is somebody. Oh, this go is ahead. A band that gets shit for. Well, not even shit. They're. Yeah, they're judged heavily on the way that they look, and their musical talent is thus discarded. And as a result, they had one hit album, and there are other reasons, too, that they only had one hit album, but... Um, but the one hit was really good? The album, the whole album was really good. Okay. Uh, shit, what, what should I select off of this? I love every song on this album. This will surprise some people, maybe. Maybe, maybe not. I'm curious to hear what this is, because I don't You won't know be surprised, because you've heard me cranking this shit up before. Uh, and you like this. All right. They're actually in town tomorrow night. Oh, damn it. But they're not performing their own music. Oh. Performing their father's music. Okay. In a tribute show that they do. <gasps> oh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, totally know who you're talking about and I'm totally on board with this. Oh, my God, yes. Fucking love them. I was trying to decide which song Fucking underrated. Fucking do not get the credit they deserve. Because for a while, <laughs> they had a certain look to them that people were dismissive of. All right. I'm having a really hard time choosing a song. Because they're all so fucking good. Yes. Yeah. All right. We'll just do this one. Do I, oh, do yeah. I love you, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. More than ever. That's right, fuckers. I like Nelson. I like Nelson, too. <laughs> they are underrated and I was underappreciated. Really, um, yeah, I was lucky. I got to see their they, so their tour on this for this album. I got to see it twice. Sweet. Essentially the same show both times. 
I don't think that they changed the set list that much. But um, not just Matthew and Gunnar, but they, their band was really tight. Mm-hmm. They, they put on a very, very good show. And now they fucked up because they waited way too long after this album, which did yeah. really well. They yeah. waited way too long to put up but, a follow-up album. Yeah. Um, was it Yes We Can? The one where they had the dogs, the wigs on the cover? That ended up being... See, I think they recorded one and the record uh-huh. label refused it or uh-huh. something. There was all kinds of issues with the label and then they got discouraged and they just said fuck it and kind of quit for a while and the album that was supposed to come out after this did come out eventually uh-huh. um, and it's the perfect follow up to this album Oh, but yeah and then they put out like a concept album that Henry Rollins worked on hmm. with them called Imaginator that was a little weird but still had some good stuff yeah I remember that yeah um, but they're incredibly talented they're really good musicians it's a bummer that they like Oops, that they, other than the one album... Play After the Rain, motherfucker. You want to hear After keep, the Rain? Keep talking, but play After the Rain. I don't care. All right. Fucking good this song. This is a good fucking song. <laughs> Again, another great example of a show where uh, most, of the, most of the audience was women. I was so fucking happy to be there. Because <laughs> I love the music, and that's all that matters. So, what time is their show huh? where they're... Are they they're doing a tribute to their dad? Is it? Yeah, it's at the Dakota. Okay. I think it's around the same time as Juliana, though. Damn it! Because I would fucking go to that if we didn't have prior commitments. I like they do tour with the band, and I would love to see that. But this time it's just their Ricky Nelson show. Yeah. Native American theme, yeah. the video. <laughs> so that was not good. <laughs> but this is a fucking solid song, man. I love that I have this on my phone and you don't. I've been listening to them though, like recently. And yeah. I'm surprised I don't. Fucking solid. I have a topic. Please. Completely unrelated. Okay, I have one later. Perhaps our audience would like to hear your thoughts on mixed nuts. Oh, you want to hear my thoughts? I don't think our audience does, but I think you want to recap of this week's experiences. So. <laughs> I'm laughing. Go ahead. Tell so, us about mixed nuts. First of all, we refer to them in this household as D's nuts. D's nuts. I might have D. I might have D's nuts on oh, my phone. Please do. <laughs> if you do, fucking play that shit for underneath this commentary, and I will. I will wait till you scroll through and see. I, don't, I probably don't. I haven't listened to the Chronic in a while. Uh, 
I'm sure Nelson appreciates me referencing D's nuts over after the rain. All I have on my phone of Dr. Dre is still still DRE and forgot about Dre. I don't huh. have the chronic on here. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So when we make our grocery list in this household, we put down D's nuts. Yes. Because we want that shorthand for a big mix, ass a, container of mixed nuts. Yes. There are specifications for said mixed nuts. Correct. Though. One have to be salted. Yes. Two, do deluxe. not have peanuts. You got to get the deluxe nut mix because otherwise it's half peanuts. Here's what fucking happens when peanuts enter the mix. Peanuts yeah. are fine on their own. Agreed. Love peanut butter. Pe- peanut butter is good. Yeah, nothing no against... No complaints about peanut butter or peanuts, peanuts themselves. No. However, when you get fucking peanuts in with your almonds yeah. or your cashews, yeah. your almonds and your cashews taste like peanuts. They're overwhelmed by these nuts. Yes. By these peanuts. By these peanuts. <laughs> and I do not appreciate it. So you get this fucking so-called deluxe mix, and it's like, oh, wait, we have 50, less than 50% peanuts. However, but it's 49.9%, bitches, and it fucking sucks. And the peanuts permeate the almonds and the cashews and pistachios and Brazil nuts. Brazil nuts are a fucking bunch of bullshit, too. Brunel, Fuck you, Brazil see, nuts. See, they put Brunel, Brazil nuts in the they're deluxe filler. nuts. Those are filler nuts, too, because they're filler. big. They're, they're big and they're tasteless. Yeah, they're not good. So I here's what I want in a nut mix. Please. I would like them salted. Yeah, see, I fucked up. I bought a... It's not your fault. No, because it's not. Because the unsalted was not prominent. No, you the don't unsalted put unsalted was like in a tiny font in the corner of yeah. said nut. If you're canister. selling unsalted nuts, unsalted needs to be large on the packaging. Like, you don't it put needs that stuff in a fucking, fucking bold and highlighted asterisk on the back. No. Under the barcode. I have rage. That's bullshit. So I want my almonds. I want some pistache. <laughs> and I want some cashews. I'm I'm indifferent and to pecans. the p- pistache or optional. I like pistache. They're usually not in I the mix. I used to hate pistache. They're usually not in the I things. enjoy pistache. I know. Pistache, <laughs> almonds, what did I say? Cashews and pecans. Walnuts. That's what I Walnuts? Hazelnuts, maybe occasional hazelnuts. There's, some, there's walnuts sometimes in the Okay, fine. Fuck you, Brazil nuts. You're big and you're filler and fuck you. Peanuts, you fucking make everything else taste like you. I want you separate from the rest of the nuts. So you're promoting segregation. Of the peanuts. Some sort of, of the uh, peanuts. You don't like the peanuts being bust into the other mixed nuts. The peanuts make <laughs> everything else taste like peanuts, and that's a problem for me. Huh. It's not because they're peanuts, it's just because they make everything else taste like peanuts, and that pisses me off. Quite frankly. And I want them salted. End of story. Because the thing that amused you is that I had some rage when I was writing down the grocery list, and I said, none of this peanut bullshit. I know, and then I accidentally bought unsalted, so we got a big fucking... (gasps) Night Ranger! (laughs) Night Ranger. Night Ranger, that's right. Emphasis on the other syllable. I'm going to start... When I refer, fucking love this song. When I refer to like friends of ours and people, I'm going to start emphasizing the wrong syllable in their name, I've decided, because I think it's kind of funny. So like earlier, I was chatting with John Hall. John Hall. <laughs> I like that. If people have a uh, problem with Night Ranger, fuck, fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. 
Or were you just apologizing for liking Night Ranger? No, I was not apologizing. I was just saying I like Night Ranger and I won't <laughs> fucking apologize. Fuck you. <laughs> also, you went to the bathroom during that song and you know why? You knew I wouldn't change it because I fucking love this song that much. I know. I knew I wouldn't come back to the Smiths playing. <laughs> <laughs> What, what, how do we classify this, this fucking awesome? That's how you fucking <laughs> classify it, motherfucker. Because it's not hair metal. It's not, I mean, it's, it's just fucking great. That's just, what it fucking is. I listened to their greatest hits a couple days ago, and I loved every goddamn minute of it. <laughs> I have strong feelings about Night Ranger. Clearly. I'm going to, see, now I'm on a kick of like, Bands that are much maligned by era or image. I could listen to their greatest hits right now. Sister Christian, I will fight you if you don't like that song. Oh shit, I need to. Uh, having a hard time yes. getting to the next thing, and I know you're gonna have. Cinderella. <gasps> I'll revealed. Yes, 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 please. The Play Deep album is so fucking oh. good. <laughs> It's deep. <laughs> they named it appropriately because they've got fucking deep cuts on that shit. Have these guys done? I like. Are they doing like the? I don't know. What re- are they reunion doing circuit? Now? Are they nothing now? I don't. Maybe they've gone. Maybe they're retired and they're like know. owning a butcher shop somewhere in England. I don't know. <laughs> Seriously, these guys, and it could be the singer and any other three other guys. Right. Well, the guitar player provided a lot of the background vocals. All right. That's fair. He was he was an integral part of the group. Fucking tour and do this album top integral, to bottom. Integral, integral. We're I done. Don't know. We're I done. Don't. All you need to do is this album and a couple other songs. Love to see that. Get the lead singer, get the lead guitar and background vocal guy. There you go. I, I don't know about the drummer. No idea. I don't know. You can get the away with any The lead singer was the bass player. I can bring I a believe. drum machine. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not sure how instrumental, so to speak, the drummer was to their sound. But fuck yeah. Uh, give me an outfield reunion tour and I will be there. <laughs> How did you know this would be on my phone? Because it's awesome and you have more phone capacity than I do. <laughs> Was it this video or the Your Love video where they were doing the painting? I don't know. I don't remember the videos. One of them, they were doing a painting of the chick, and then the last frame of the video was the finished painting. I can say Clever. chick, too, so then that absolves you of your chick use throughout this whole episode. Thank you. Listen to that guitar sound. It's like a surf guitar, but reinterpreted. Also, 
guess. I downloaded a surf version of Wannabe by the Spice Girls today. How'd that go for you? Really well. Can't improve on perfection, though. I know. Thank you, Brian from Coverville, <laughs> who is not listening to that show, but I'm has he saying said, anyway. Has he said can't improve on perfection? I don't think so, but oh. he's the one who played it. He's oh, the one okay. who played it, and that's how I discovered it. Got it. He has not done an original bill in a while, though. Have we talked about Rain Delay, the cover band I used to, like... No. Okay. I love the band name. Yeah, so there's this band called Rain Delay in college. Were they an outfield tribute band, please? They played a couple outfield songs. They played Your Love. They No, they played Say It Isn't So, they play, which is... I love that fucking song. Good song. So Yeah. Um, I was friends with the bass player. Uh-huh. They were a cover band in college, and they played a lot of really good songs. They played, um, let's see, Smithereens, uh-huh. Outfield, obviously. Good stuff. Um, I think I like, have a whole mixtape probably downstairs of shit that they did. I have aspirations to um, go through our cassette box. <gasps> yes. And and I started this years ago during the, uh, what was the free-for-all online with the, what was the, um, Napster. Napster. I started to try to gather. Try to acquire everything we had on cassette onto digital. Yeah, so I, and then get rid of the cassettes. I, yeah. I start, have aspirations of resuming that project. All right, do it. Yeah. Except we'll there are certain things on my cassettes, like when the DJ interrupts, yeah, that well, are kind of part of the, the mixes are sound. a little mixes are a little shakier. That's yeah. hard to, I mean, you got to do but playlists. But I still want and, songs. Like, I want I certain songs. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll start with actual cassettes, yeah. like commercial cassettes, and then I'll give up and quit and move on to something else stupid. That's okay. Like my set list FM project where I'm trying to document every concert I've been to. Uh-huh. That's an ordeal. I understand. I'm, I'm as far as I can be without, like, I don't know dates. And I'm at the point where any of the concerts that didn't have actual physical tickets, I can't add. Yeah. But it's it's something like 600 bands. Jesus H. I know. Or 600 performances with 300 some bands. I think that's okay. what it is. Okay. I don't know. There's a lot of shit we saw multiple times. Many. Yeah. Like Prince. How many times have we seen Prince? I have almost 40 documented, but there are several cool. because none of those were, most of those weren't ticketed. Right. So there are several of those that I don't have. I did. I, at some point I quit keeping track of the dates. Uh-huh. So there are some of those I don't have. Yeah. But it's a it's a huge list. I'm enjoying it. Cool. So I think uh, we should wrap things up here soon. Oh, I was going to talk about hindsight because the last time oh, we t- did the t- show, we went on this little '90s tangent. The television and, show. And our friend Brian suggested, "Hey, you should watch Hindsight." And mm-hmm. I was like, "I'm already ahead of you." But Tim is I not because on. that's something that I started watching when you were on your guy trip. I jumped on board. And I like it. I do too. I'm worried that the show is focusing too much on her relationships and like relationships with dudes about, and though. less about her relationships with her friend and like how she should oh. advance in her career and stuff. 
I'm trying to decide which one of the chicks I like. Chicks. That's. Do you like Becca or Lolly better? Kind of like Lolly. Lolly's cool. Kind of like the name Lolly. I always would. I think I, I would like to have a friend named Lolly. Yeah. Yeah. I like Lolly. Me I too. think she's fun. I would like to have a friend okay. like her. Yep. I also like how some of the secondary characters that they have on for just like single episodes yeah. so far are icons of that era. Well, you mean some, like some um, icon Daphne Zuniga and Alan Ruck? Yes. <laughs> like yeah, that I I've been amused by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Alan Ruck episode is very amusing to me. Yeah. I like it. We'll see if it goes anywhere. I suspect yeah. it'll last like three seasons. And well, those those shows don't last long on VH1. No. Well, it's supposed to end pretty soon because I think we've got one on our DVR that we haven't watched yet, and Ooh. I think the next one is the last one for this season. Ooh. I don't like where this Kevin thing is going. It's like, uh, can we just? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, we've. Been... I, I just, I just want. I just want the story to be about her friendship with Lolly and like how that, like she learns that that's the important thing and that her job is important. And I don't know that she finds a relationship with some guy that doesn't fuck up her friendships. Hmm. We shall see. All right. I haven't watched this episode. I think we should wrap things up. I'm running out of steam. Okay. Me too. What were you going to play? I was going to play something new because we've been playing all this retro stuff and we've, so, um, Yeah. We've played a song by this person in part before, but I bought her entire most recent album. Oh, I know here. Carolyn Smith. Going yeah. And she's really, really good. Yes. I really like her. Twin Cities musician. And so I'm going to play a song called Magazine off of her most recent album. And that's going to wrap up the show. And then we'll do another show in about four months. Okay. <laughs> All right. To anybody who has listened to this nonsense, thank you. Yes. I appreciate that some people actually like this. <laughs> it's certainly fun for us. It is. All right. This is Carolyn Smith with Magazine off the Half About Being a Woman album. Just go on YouTube and search for Carolyn Smith. She's so fucking good. Also, especially the song she does with Lizzo. Which we've played on here twice already. That's why I wanted to play something different. Yeah. But this song... I don't know. This song just gets stuck in my head. All right. So I love it. Bang. 